Hello, this is Kristen Lombeck again, and this is Intentional Now. Thank you so much for joining me. I, I'm always excited to sit down here and have a chat with you. It is a warm August summer evening, and oh, I have some things to share and things to say, but, but first I want to talk about you here for a minute because it's really exciting. So as we're heading in, last week was so amazing. And tonight is vision care number two. But last week, vision care number one, make sure you listen to that so you can put those two together. But what was really exciting, and you made it so exciting, is last week ranked in our categories of Christianity, we ranked number 39. Isn't that amazing? 39 out of all of them. And our overall rank, that means every niche, every subject matter, our number was 754. Ah, that blew me away. I thought it was just so amazing. And you know what was really fun? I'm going to tell this to you, and I shared a post with it. So what was fun is I looked up in my stats, and I found the different regions in which that inter- Intentional Now podcast was being played and listened to it. And there was 45 listeners in France. <laughs> I My goodness, that just touched my heart. So I'm making a point to say, bonjour, hello, I am so glad you are listening. I'm delighted you're here. And you know, I just got to tell you a little secret. And when I tell you a secret, (laughs) I'm trusting you to steward that secret in a way that would honor yourself and honor me. Because that way I have the freedom to talk open-hearted. I have the freedom to share with you things that I'm chewing on and things that that we're discovering. Okay? So, um, and that secret, I you just got to be so hungry for God. You just got to be hungry, not ask questions, not ask why or how or what. You just got to be hungry. And when you're hungry for God, (laughs) it, it just changes your filter, right? So I have had the privilege of sitting on a spiritual council seat for France, oh, almost four years. One of my very best friends is French. I'm actually French on my mother's side. So when those listeners from France started showing up, my heart just got so touched in such a special way. It's like I know my feet are going to end up on that soil. So now my voice is, right? And my spirit has, but now my voice is there. And what's one of the things that, hindered us in COVID. We had had a plan to go to France um, 
to be there for um, the 75th anniversary of Normandy, of um, not Normandy, in Normandy, but of D-Day. And that was that was what God had said, that we needed to be there in that particular time. But COVID came along and destroyed more plans than just mine, right? So a precursor, sometimes we just need to believe. We need to believe Jesus. We need to believe our spirit is seeing. And then we partner with friends that share the same mindset. So one of my very favorite quotes is from a writer friend of mine. Annette Lee shared with me, she shared this in a text, and I have shared it so many times because it is so amazing. We all have the power to believe what nobody else thinks is true, but most do not have the courage. Can I say that again? My dear friend, Annette Lee from Oklahoma shared this with me in a text. We all have the power to believe what nobody else thinks is true, but most of us do not have the courage. So we're talking um, in my fifth chapter on vision care, and this is vision care number two. And I want to direct that courage. Courage is what brought me to the place of developing seeing seeing in the spirit, perceiving in the spirit, the way that I do. Courage. All of the the difficult places, all the naysayers, all of the doctrines of man, they just all tried to create this wall. But Jesus is truth. Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and he'll teach us all things, right? So I just believed Jesus. And so when you're hungry for God and hungry for Jesus, who is seated at the right hand of the Father, he's powerful, he's good, he's gracious. How do the things that are in our hearts come to pass And who we are, we're called by his name if we don't step into the path that he's shown for us. If we don't meet him on a daily basis where he invited us to come. I wish that you would be where I am. At some point, bravery and courage latch on to truth and you grow exponentially. And your spirit takes flight. Yeah, it takes flight. So I'm going to read um, part of the chapter here. And because people always ask me, how do you see, Kristen? How did you begin to see? Um, What did that look like? And, you know, I tell them. And this this is the biggest key I can give you. How did spiritual sightedness get turned on in me? Love. 
Yep. Love. Love pursues. Love believes. Love searches out. Love is brave. Love breaks rules that should be broken. Love repents and asks for forgiveness. Love admits. Love alters fear. Love believes because his friendship is closer than a brother, a spouse, a pastor, a board of elders, a church. That was a power-packed statement, wasn't it? Love costs. Love is responsible. Love is teachable. Love finds the weakness in self. Love promotes destiny. Love grows up. Love receives the spoonful of sugar that makes the medicine go down. Love alters mistakes. Love receives. Love gives away. Love falls in love again and again and again with the same person, Jesus. The atmosphere of love, it really looks like something. Jesus says, it's like this. If you've seen me, you have seen the Father. Love is so powerful. And when you love him and love him freely and you allow him to love you, then the spiritual things apprehend you. It's not a question that you're looking for them. They hunt you down and they find you. They really do. So I wrote the unfinished book because you, people needed to hear that someone was believing. When you are shown something in the spirit, there isn't an eraser powerful enough to erase the evidence of it. I'm going to say that again. When you're shown something in the spirit, there isn't an eraser powerful enough to erase the evidence of it. Your thoughts alone could wrestle with it. Yes, your thoughts alone are the biggest battle you will face in believing. But the evidence that you've seen, the evidence that you have traveled in the spirit will testify. And that testimony, it finds its way back to your heart through the mouth of another. I want to... Bring something that feels practical, like every day. Practical that we can use coming and going. So I'm going to share with you, and it's, it is, it's close to my heart. It feels transparent. So this morning, I woke up with a particular dream. And the dream had someone that I admire greatly. 
And I'm going to name her Jessie for the sake of the dream and for me talking with you here, okay? So I'm going to lay out the dream and I just invite you just to, to listen to it. Just listen to the dream and then the outcome. So this is how the dream happened. Jessie came into my bedroom in the house that I grew up in. My room was messy. She crawled into my bed with me like a couple of giddy girlfriends would do. And she was so confident that we were girlfriends, she tucked herself under the covers next to me to chat. Almost like best friends were going to to watch a chick flick binge, you know what I mean? My room was a mess, and that continued to bug me. In this dream, my friend Jessie was pregnant with a boy. So looking from my history backwards, I wanted to share with her from my storehouse of baby boy clothes. I am the mother of four sons, right? So I got up and I opened my dresser drawer. And I hadn't seen those baby clothes in years. And she chose a couple of baby coats that my boys had worn. She was delighted. The end of the dream. Well, my spirit woke up as with a wrestle. It's Monday and you don't want to wake up with a wrestle on a Monday. And I didn't like the way I felt. It was so hard to clear the picture screen from my mind, but I didn't like it. I was offended. The audacity of Jesse crawling under the covers. I was concerned. I mean, I just couldn't get past the part that my room was a mess. And what would she have thought that my the mess of my past because in the dream we were in the house in which I grew up in. So there was the mess of my past. I was a little miffed at her reaction to receiving the baby clothes. The dream and its residue, it just bugged me. Kristen, what is up with this? This is stupid. I got up as I do every day. I did my morning chores and wandered around still in my bathrobe, sat down on the settee under our pergola on this cool August morning. I had my cup of coffee and the carafe filled with coffee next to me, and I threw a throw up over myself in my King Charles dog dash. And I just was sitting out there, but it bugged me and bugged me. And now I had to deal with the dream implications because it's kind of like, it was so vivid. I was challenged to cast it off and challenged to flush it down the toilet. I mean, get a clue, Kristen. This is just a silly dream, right? So I was beginning to take this dream to the court of accusations. That's an ascended place that you take things to find out who is holding an accusation. So I needed to find out what and who and why did this, what I would call a negative dream, 
What right did it have to even bug me at night? What was the spiritual tone? I mean, you know, I could just say, oh, I'm going to flush it and it'd be gone. But I'd like to know, well, why did it come and bug me in the first place? That's, that's not okay. So I was sitting there and I was pondering this and I was, I was ready to, to go do the work and to repent. And then all of a sudden, the dream played again in my, in my, on my screen, my imagination screen. It just like played again. And I saw Jesse crawl in once again under the covers into that girlfriend place of intimacy. And it was because she wanted that type of relationship with me. And I began to share the close of my experience. Now, the mess wasn't a messy room as I perceived it. My mess was only highlighted in my eyes. What Jessie saw, she saw it as the evidence of my message, which is why she wanted to be best friends with me. That's why she valued me because she could see my message. That was so huge. I can't remember a time where a dream that I perceived wrong was then shifted and my mindset was changed. Our past, our mess may only be highlighted in our own eyes. (laughs) Our past or our mess might just be highlighted in our own eyes, in our own mindsets. And that needs to change. Some of us call that an imposter syndrome, or it can be called an orphan spirit. But I couldn't see the dream for what the dream was meant to tell me because of the messy room or the messy past. And that is what I saw. And I I could feel it and it bugged me. So today, Holy Spirit shifted my mind. Other people will come to us for help, for freedom, for encouragement, for coaching, because they heard your mess had become a message. So I encourage you, hear what I'm saying today and let Holy Spirit just talk to your heart. Is there anything that you have been focusing on as a mess and others see it as a message. It's time to change that. It is. It's time to change that. Gosh, that was so good for me to just shift it. It just shifted the day. And in shifting the day, It was worth the 
the bad taste in my mouth first thing in the morning. It was worth it because I pressed in and pressed through. And because I pressed in and pressed through, I shifted. My mindset shifted. That what I perceived was a mess is actually built a bridge to a message and people are going to want to walk on that same bridge. And now that my mind has shifted and altered, then that opens up the bridge because others of people are looking at the message. And I know they're looking at the message. And that's why my mind had to shift. Good stuff. Okay. Let's ask a question. Yeah, I'm going to get back to that other secret, right? <laughs> but are we ready for that? Are you ready for that? Say, that secret, secret. Remember, I'm talking to the dear people in France. You're ready for that, right? I'll go back and I'm going to share that quote again. Because that quote just opens the door, right? We all have the power to believe. What nobody else thinks is true. But most do not have the courage. So this is about courage today. This is about the courage to see and to believe. And simply, if Jesus shows you something, all you have to do is say, Jesus, this is what I see. Or write down, Jesus, this is what I perceived. And let him have the conversation with you. What happens if he says, yes, you saw right? which 95% of the time you do. But my 5% today, I didn't see it right. But because I asked and I pursued, my 5% was changed. Huge. Now, I do want to answer that question because I dangled it as a carrot. <laughs> so France is... Just huge in my heart. Um, so for years, I don't know how many. So when we dream our, and we're seeing, and Jesus is developing our all of our perception gifts, our dreaming at night is a practice ground for trans relocation. What do you mean by that big word, right? So your spirit, when it is loosed from the confines of your body, and yes, it, when it's loosed, meaning your spirit can move and travel. I think I've mentioned that before. You're, you're, it can move and travel. So your emotions or your soul is the conduit. It's the melting place 
Um, it's the center place. So your spirit speaks through your soul and then your body hears or your body responds. Your body speaks through your soul and your spirit. So your your soul is the midground. So, but your soul is the one who hears and perceives the frequencies that your spirit pick up. I don't want to get too heavy. Just make it easy, okay? It's like if you turned on a radio, the radio waves were already there even before you turned on the radio. You just turned on so it would transmit and your ear became a receiver. Okay? All right. So France is really dear to me because France is the first place and places that God would take my spirit. (laughs) I have visited France in the spirit more times than any, any place. Not more times than heaven, but I have visited France. And remember when I said that there's proof that comes back around? (laughs) it sure does so my dear friend who's French and very well traveled we meet on Zoom almost every week and I'd have these crazy encounters or these times that you know I always for me it feels like I'm going up in an elevator right you know that that feeling that you get in your tummy. And all of a sudden you go, and I always say in jest, oh, we're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) Because my eyes were tuning into where my spirit was at. Whether I'm asleep at night or whether it's just sitting right here with you, if my spirit moves and goes somewhere, then all of a sudden I start picking up the reception and I begin to see where my spirit is and my soul picks up the the atmosphere in which I am. So I have had the privilege of, I'm going to say, popping in and out in the spirit in France so many times that There is an endearment, a familiarity that is so personal to me. Um, (laughs) I think I'm going to leave it there. Did you get stretched just a little bit? Remember, it's a secret. And secrets are something and they're carried by people of honor, right? Now, all you have to do is go ask Jesus a question. That is my best counsel to you. Whenever you hear something that stretches the possibility of truth, you go ask truth himself. Say, Jesus, in what Kristen was talking about, is that true? Then ask him to show you. Remember how I began to see And it was through love because I just, I love Jesus. 
and I turned my thoughts and my heart and my life and lifestyle to loving him. And because I loved him, the veil got thin and I ended up going through the veil. So love is a very powerful thing. And why wouldn't God? Why wouldn't God show his daughter those secrets? He does. And I shared with you today. Why? Because it opens a door. It opens a door. It opens a window. It opens an opportunity. It stretches you. It touches your heart. Maybe it's a mindset change. Right? A shift. Just like my dream today. I shifted because, hmm, maybe you're just like my friend in the dream, Jesse. You want to come in and, and be girlfriends, right? But I got to get past my mess and, and realize that you're coming to hear a message, right? I love talking about the deep stuff. (laughs) I'm going to invite you. You need to go get the unfinished book, right? (laughs) So you can read all the black letters because I am am definitely talking about the unseen and the things hidden in between. And it's good. (laughs) I appreciate you. Yes, I do. And thank you. Listeners in France, I love you. I'll get there, I promise. Oh, my feet are going to hit the ground there. You are an amazing, amazing people. And God loves you so much. Yay. I appreciate everybody for listening. Make sure you follow. Because when you follow, what that does, oh, it makes it fun. Because it it. It messes with the ratings and all that stuff. That part's always fun and encouraging. But when you follow and I produce another episode, then it just, you know, flies right away to your email and lets you know that there's another episode available for you to listen to it. Because, oh, we all like to be stretched, right? I do. I love to be stretched. Make sure you put some comments down. You could pop over to kristenwombeck.com. I have some good stuff there. I have a course there that if you are growing or building a business, um, I have an awesome course there about how to build a website. And Yeah, I'm pretty much like I am here, right? I love to encourage people. And so we can teach people to build a website and encourage them at the same time, right? (laughs) Okay, well, this has been awesome. As you know, I finished the recording and I go back and listen to it and get blessed myself, right? (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Why don't you share the podcast with somebody who's hungry for God, huh?
and I'll talk to you again real soon. You have a blessed week. Bye now.